What's up, world? How we doing? How we living? Undeniable perception, episode 47. Brother from the same mother. Post Thanksgiving. Post Thanksgiving. 47 hours since? No, it's been longer than that. AK 47. Andre Karolinko. <laughs> oh, man. Throwback. Oh, that just came off the top. Right AK 47. I don't know one. Dude, this, one, this guy told me once that he used to call his boy AK. AK? Really? Yeah, and I was like, why is that? Because he stutters. Well, how about? <laughs> well, how, that's fucked up. I was like, damn, that shit's good. Well, how about uh, 47 years ago? Because when I pulled up, I saw one of your neighbors have the club on the steering wheel. I haven't seen, oh, a, this, I haven't seen a club in a minute, bro. And it's from that, uh, like the 1999 or 2000 V-Dub, huh? Yeah. Yeah, that's cool, man. They got it. Might as well use it, right? Dude, I haven't seen a club. Clubs. When's the last time you seen a? Oh, you do see a club all the time. Yeah, man. And so someone we work with too has one. I'll the tell club? you. I'll tell you later. Yeah. Dude, I've not seen a club in a minute. Yeah, I, mean, I always see it when I see that. That's club hilarious, right bro. Well, cool, man. How you doing, man? How was a uh, How was a Thanksgiving, man? Did you have a Did you have a good time, man? Plenty of food. Man, I didn't like Thanksgiving, bro. Why? Does the food suck for you? Oh, man, the game sucked for me, bro. It, it ruined my appetite. No, that was that was last year when the Bills beat the Cowboys. No, that was back to back. Yeah. Oh, you guys lost again. Woo! <laughs> Who'd you guys lose to? seven and four, bro. Who'd you guys lose to? <laughs> Las Vegas. Damn. The so one I guess, team. So Raiders. I guess it, it, all the Raider fans, it, I guess they didn't... They cried tears of joy, huh? Yeah, they're happy. Instead of tears of sadness. Hey, good W for them, bro. Here's it a was a football move, man, but, I mean, it was good. It, we, had a, we had an opportunity to win the game, point blank. We lost. Yeah. We play the, the Saints tomorrow. Got to get back on that that winning. Hey, you guys are trying to get the... You guys are trying to have the same record as the Bills, 7-4, huh? <laughs> yeah, but the Bills was easy, man. That meal went down real easy against the Saints. Oh, we got, we're going to about to get seconds. We'll see. <laughs> we'll see. Camara's suiting up. Oh, yeah. Alvin's back. Nah, you guys should be cool because you guys are getting Amari back. Amari Cooper's also And back. Lamb. Oh, is he the Lamb also? Yeah. Good, man. Know, they both That's missed the game. Two, two legit number ones. <laughs> two legit number ones, man. Legit, legit. Hopefully the Lamb don't get slaughtered. You know, nah, it should be bro. cool. <laughs> it's going to be like, like the movie. It's going to... Leave you hanging, bro. <laughs> man, speaking of movies, man, uh, I just saw the. Uh, I know I wanted to see this, especially because you you love them so much, man. The documentary on uh, DMX, man. Did you uh, yeah. did you swallow that one whole? What you think? Oh, man, it's, there was a lot of there was a few moments that that were really tough to see for me, bro. Well, uh, like what? Like when? Because I remember when he passed away. Like there was a rumor that. It was just like an adverse reaction or something. Okay. Opposed to like it being like him relapsing again or something like that. Okay. But like the this documentary showed that he he relapsed. And that that was just tough to see, bro. That's sad, man. And just like how like me being a father and sometimes I might raise my voice sometimes, like like to my son, like, hey, what are you doing? And then just seeing like one of my like DMX yell at his kid, I was like, damn, you know, like no one's perfect, but it was just hard seeing that, and like just all the bullshit, bro, like of like what his, 
like how he was raised, well, pr- practically not even being raised, you know, when he was like, I, I, I can't even find the words of what to say about my mom without being disrespectful. Right. So just all that, man. Yeah, man. And the way he, when he said that, he was being very, very thoughtful and insightful, right? Very and then struggling man. with that pain because he's seeing it through the prism of being a parent also. And also almost like trying to understand like, well, I don't want to disrespect my mom, but she could have done better. But at the same time, almost like owning his own life and not trying to find an excuse, right? It seemed yeah. like he was all struggling at the same time with all that. He was struggling. But yeah, man, that, that uh, the documentary was uh, pretty uh, hands-on. Yeah, man. And man, he came out, he was owing all these people money and all this other stuff, right? There was all these like... Uh, all these claims against him, he had to pay back. All this was that shit. that was when he was like in Dev Jam, right? Right. And then and then uh, he was walking into the elevator. Right, because they were telling him all the all the different things that he had to pay. He's like, oh, this, oh, that, and then right. he was just like, I just want a fucking turkey roll. Right? What do you say? Yeah. I just want to, and I was like, damn, dude. It was rough, man. That was a tough thing to watch. But yeah, when they covered a lot of things, but with his kids, his older kids. But you can see, man, so, so much people love them, man. Because I guess it, it seemed like it was a pretty successful tour, right? Was that 2019? Yeah. Unless it was like the 20-year anniversary, right? Of uh, I remember if it's dark, it's uh, it's dark and hell is hot album. Yeah. Yeah, man. I, I'm blessed to have had the opportunity to to see him twice, bro. Once in, once at Rock the Bells, and once at the Observatory, bro. Both times, he was great, man. And he said he goes out. He would go out there, rest in peace, right? He would go out there and just preach, just bring the fire, huh? Dude, yeah, bro. And I didn't, I didn't get to see him in his heyday, bro. But like, I got to see him like two thousand. I think it was probably when was Rock the Bells twenty twelve, I think, and then twenty sixteen again. I believe I saw him. Those like, are some of the best still... lineups, right? Like, like the Rock the Bells. Yeah, I, probably the best. But like those, those two concerts, bro. He brought it like. He was typical DMX, bro. Shirtless, had his had his baggy pants on. His Tim's hey, always had Tim's on, right? Had his Tim's on, you know, doing his chants and then sending sending us off in the end with a prayer, bro. Okay. So, I yeah, man. Yeah, man. So that was sad, man. That he just was an addict, you know. But what made me happy that they showed, bro, is like how he made amends in the end, or how he patched things up with his oldest son. Right. And how they shared like that hug, and he told him how proud he was. Right, of him as that a man. That made me feel emotional, bro. Because right. that's everything a son or a kid wants to hear from a parent, bro. Yeah, man. That's you know? the thing, man. And like it's uh, and sometimes you don't have that chance to do it right. And look, I mean, he ended up passing away. Good thing he had that moment. He had that moment, and, and it caught was it. and it was shared, bro. You know. And then you we. Did you end up seeing the movie King Richard about the Serena, uh, the Williams twins, their father? What you think? Thanks for recommending it, brother. As soon as he said right up my alley and, and I was watching all them, I'm like, damn, that's sick. So that's the blueprint, bro. Like, you got to tell your kids, like, since the womb, since they're babies to toddlers to, what's the next one? Adolescence? Childhood? Whatever next level it is, you know? Whole thing, man. The keep, whole thing. Keep letting them know, like, before before I left, bro, like it's it's cool because now that my son's two years old, he's yeah. comprehending a lot more. Right. He's getting a lot more vocal. He's letting me know what he wants to eat, right. what he wants to watch. So before I left, 
I always try to tell my son, I'm like, hey man, take care of mommy. You're the man of the house right now when I'm gone. Right. So I'm expecting you to take care of her and to care and to take care of this home till I'm back. Mm-hmm. And then so he just gave me a big hug, gave him a kiss, and then as soon as I opened the door, he looked at me and I was like, set that tone, and then and that's he it, nodded right? and that's it. And they were they were in the uh, I mean obviously it was a collective effort because right? him and his wife were on the same page about everything and the way they raised their children. She dude, that's the anchor, bro, and like. They need they they should have named it King King Richard and Queen, I don't even know her name, but like they should have gave her that love too because she held him down, bro. That's a foundation, man. Because that that's the same kind of relationship I have with Mercy in a sense, you know. Yeah. Like, I'm the breadwinner, but my girl makes sure she she makes a house into a home, you know. What are some of the things that you saw in this film, the way they raised their children that you feel like, oh man, that's similar to certain things that I do or that you want to adapt, adopt into your own? The, the two correlations I found was one with the wife when the wife like legit put him in his place with certain things and like she let him know the truth like while I was over here with you since Bob, like just being straight up blunt with him and I have that with Mercy, bro. Like she, uh-huh. she grounds me. Like, she was, okay. like, the first woman to, like, be straight up with me about things. And okay. about and about painful things that I didn't even know about myself. Okay. So, I saw that correlation that he had that with his wife. And just like what I told you, you know, just planting that seed of self-belief and, and self-confidence in, in your abilities. You know, and just watering that seed every day. And that also the distinction, right, of how it's so easy to just say, do as I say, but don't do as I do. And with them, it was always like, they demonstrated it, right? Because he would work, his wife would work a day, and then he still would take the, the girls out of practice, and they'd be together as a family. Be together. That's what I found so beautiful. They were all together as a family. Obviously, you don't see all the, the bad stuff and probably anger or things that came through. And who knows about that? Or maybe this is a, a true depiction of it. But the whole point is just analyzing the way the story was told. It was just like such a beautiful thing. Because yeah. even with all the struggle, just being together as a family and them demonstrating, putting all the time and effort into their family. That was such a... Being able to watch movies together, right? That's right. They skipped out on practice, right? To go where? Or to do what? And Homeboy was mad. Oh, they went at Disney World. Oh, okay, gotcha. Remember? Yeah. And shit, I always call him Shane from fucking Walking Dead. Homeboy, homeboy from Wolf of Wall Street. He's like, where are they? <laughs> They're at Disney World. They said no practice. Just, <laughs> he's like, what? We got a, we got a tournament. Dude, that guy did great, man. Yeah. I like him a lot, bro. Was he's he, a good actor. I'm trying to remember, was he the, was he the, uh, talking about the, the first coach they ended up getting? Yeah, that legit dude. Yeah, that guy's awesome. He's a really good actor, man. He's a great he's, actor, man. He's been... I call him he's Drew Bledsoe. He's, he's like, he's like Drew Bledsoe. Drew Bledsoe. He looks just a like Drew Bledsoe. He's been acting forever. He was the guy that... I think it's Tony Goldwyn. He was the guy who uh, betrays Patrick Swayze in Ghost, bro. I'm showing my age now. Yeah, that guy's been, been at it for a minute, man. That's him? Yeah, I think so. I thought so. it was the guy Shane from Walking Dead, bro. No... 
Unless he's in it too, and I missed that part. Talking about the, I'm talking about the first coach they get, right? Oh. The only guy that calls him back about the pamphlet when he's trying to get people to donate, right? To go out there and dude, think about that. Do you think that's something? Oh, not that guy. I mean, you know what? My bad. I didn't go all the way through. The, the first guy he took. Okay, now I'm talking about the club. second one. Okay, so I need to finish the rest because I didn't see the whole thing. But okay, homeboy gets down. Bro. Okay, he's I gotta like, see it. Gee. But I'm talking about the first coach. Remember okay. the first guy? Yeah, yeah, yeah. And uh, so. In terms of that, you know how Richard was hustling to get people to donate and he was going out there the way you got to swallow your pride and do that? Do you think that's something you would be able to do? Because he was out there trying to, you know, create those pamphlets, was asking all those rich people and all those people that's the country club. That's something that I need to start doing, bro. Like, not in that type of sense, but in a sense of networking with the people around you that you're surrounded with. Because the more... Because, dude, like the Kanye West line, people are placed in your life for a reason. And what does he say? Th- things change like seasons, people. I forget, whatever. But people are placed in your life for a reason. Okay. Now that I'm looking at it, and now that I'm conversing with more people while I'm around, you know, networking, it gives me an opportunity to like venture out to other things. Right. So that's kind of like what he was doing. He's like pretty much networking. Like Hustling. it opens doors to other things. It opens doors to other things, other possibilities. Like one person you may know, may know one person that's like in the industry or may right. know one person that's in that. And you just have that one conversation and that can open up your startup. Like you've been grinding for six straight months to get this popping, but you just conversate with this dude you know at the gym. What did you say about that one guy? You only have to be right once? That's it. You just got to hit one stock once, bro, or hit anything once. That's what's wild, right? Because if we were just to focus specifically on this example of, of this story, right? He was out there, who knows for how many years, hustling to try to, you know, put this pamphlet together about his, about his girls, right? Yep. That were tennis, telling, going to them. And they're like, nah, nah, nah. Because they're like, who's this guy? Why don't need money? But that led to one guy who was already coaching McEnroe and Pete Sampras, right? Yep. Come on. Cream of the crop that this guy that goes to hit. show that that guy's like, yeah, come on down. And even then when he was there, he's like, dude, I'm in the middle. So they're he's like, come on, just a little bit. And that told him, hey, put him in the juniors. And that led to them. Yep. That's wild, man. That, I mean, who knows? Maybe it happened later or maybe not. And that, But the fact you always need someone to lend you a hand, man. Always need it, And bro. you can never be too pride, proud to ask for because that doesn't make any sense to be too proud. It doesn't. Because you're, 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 everyone benefited from that. Everyone, and the, the, the daughter's life's changed, man. They're the greatest tennis players of all time for women. Oh, you just got to finish the film. Because in okay. the end, you're going to be like, okay. damn. Like, that's the cherry on top. Oh, for sure. That so, just So did Will, Will Smith win you back? Did that Jada Kiss interview nah, get, get nah. sweat from your mind? He, he's cool. I respect him. But he, I, I still don't like you going on your her platform and... Getting this entanglement conversation, bro. Like, come on, bro. And then, okay. And then it, like, it just being spiteful the whole time. Like, no needle was moved, bro. Like, you're just setting a bad example for, for young couples out there. So that, that was just which sense? Because I don't know enough of it. I know it already happened, like, probably over a year ago, whatever. So well, what do you mean? Well, he went on her, her podcast or her show. Okay. And then he's like, so what happened? And then she was like, I had an entanglement. And he was like, what's an entanglement? And oh, then, okay. And then she's like, blah, blah, blah. He's like, so you slept? Some shit like that. So and then, then like an open and relationship? Then he's, 
Yeah, and then he's like, well, I'm going to get you back, like, something in that context. And then, so when, and the way it was presented, because I remember he became a meme, right? Also, like, his face. Yeah, it was all kind of. So it is, so with, with that, do you think it was all straight through, like, that was when he first found out? Because he's a good actor. No, I'm or do you sure think, he knew. Who knows, he's right? He's since Tupac, bro. Because who knows, the way they Because have, then all of a sudden it came out when he was like, yeah, I was very insecure about Tupac. Like, why are you talking about this all of a sudden? Okay, because who knows that the way they manipulate, because he's a master marketer too, right? Yeah, it could be. Who knows? But the whole point is, like, if we were to take it at face value, you didn't agree because it's like... I just didn't like the message that they left out there, bro. Because, like, bro, like, I listen to hip-hop a lot. Like, you got J. Cole saying, I want that Jada and the Will love. People Mm -hmm. would always be like, that's couple goals. That's wifey with... That's why I hate that, man. But then, like, for you to go on there and have that, I'm like, bro, a lot of people counted on you guys. Right. You guys are the example, and this is the example we're now setting? Like, what is that going to do for kids, for us, in relationships? an unfair thing to put that on someone, right? Well, I do. They shouldn't be the, the, it's the, the, the state. It's your you platform, know? dude. Like, if, if you have a following of... A lot of people, bro, you got to be more responsible with what you do and say. Right, but they shouldn't be having to hold, oh, what, what no, they shouldn't. the meaning is about a no, you're relationship. Right. They shouldn't, but I'm picky, bro. The, uh, man, speaking of, uh, as you mentioned, Kanye, man, so Virgil Abloh, huh? Is that how you pronounce it? Yeah, bro. Because I don't know too much about him. You know, obviously, Rest he was peace, a, man. didn't he, he was, either, was he the head creative designer for Louis V also? Yeah. Okay. Well, dude, he came from Chicago with Kanye. Like, that's his right, voice right. since, like, day one, man. Like, Kanye always reps him, and he was like, man, we made the Air Jordans fresh. We brought back the Air Jordans. Right. And, and he was just big with streetwear, man. Like, he made streetwear pop. Young, young guy, he made, man, right? He made, yeah, he was in his 40s. I think Rest he was 41. Peace, man. 41 years peace. old. He made streetwear, like, fashion wear. Like, off-white. Like, that's him. Right, right. So he made he made all of that clothing and then he ventured out with Jordans. Right. Doing like the spinnings, the spin-offs on that, you know, which led to like Travis Scott, Cactus yeah. Jack shoes, everyone goes ape shit. Yeah. Over over those. But yeah, man, they had that Louis Vuitton thing for him, man. And which was what? What they do? It was just a runway. Okay. And they were like commemorating him. So like Pharrell was there, you know, Jerry Lorenzo. I saw a lot yeah. of different people that were part of the fashion industry and people, not even the fashion industry, that all posted stuff about him because they, I guess he touched a lot of people. It was right? very influential, man. And it was, he left, um, like, codes, man. He, like, left blueprints for everyone of, like, how to start a website, how to create your own brand, how to... And for someone to, like, take the time to share that information, it's beautiful, bro. Yeah, man. Man, think about that. 41 years old. I was shocked when I saw the news, bro. I I couldn't fucking believe it. So he also kept it under wraps, too? Yeah, man. And that's crazy because, like, it's... We... They just... It's just louder now. Like, we we don't know what people are going through. A lot of people are going through so much different shit. It made me think about the the Chad Boswick. Chadwick Boseman? Chadwick Boseman. Yeah. The Black Panther. Right. Like, him too. Like he kept that under wraps. Norm McDonald, all those Norm, guys kept it under wraps, man. Like you, for instance, would you keep something like that under wraps? Would you tell people? How would you how do you feel about that approach? How do you feel 
I'm all for it, man. To me, it's all about just keeping things close, you know? And then obviously just family and all that. And I think it's funny, the way you stated right now, we're like, we don't know what's going on. Yeah, we never have. But I think in this current climate with the way everyone posts things and everyone, there's just like this false idea of what you know, what goes on in people's lives because of what is being posted by individuals, right? Yeah. Like what the however you present yourself in your life. So we have, right, like people have an idea or they think they have an idea of what's going on in your life. It's less mysterious as opposed to the past where there wasn't stuff like that. So you wouldn't even venture to think, oh, I know what that person's going through. Now you think you do because yeah. of the things that are showing up. So there is a semblance of thinking what people are like, but you still don't know. But I think I find it really, um, I mean, I think either way, man, who, however someone wants to share their life experiences, but to not tell people like, oh, that I have cancer and end up dying from it. I think that's a very admirable thing. Really? Because it's so private, man. Yeah. They don't, and they don't, and their feelings are probably like, why well, don't people just see me and see cancer or see this, you know? That's a good way of looking at it. Because I was thinking about it, because I wanted to ask you that on the drive over here. And the way I see it, it's like, I would tell people because I want people to know that. Like, I want them to, like, be more engaged in the conversation with me or, like, appreciate those moments they have with me. And I, I'm big on energy. You know what I'm saying? So if, like, if you know what someone's going through, you're not going to be as aggressive with them. So I feel like it's more of a positive momentum weight when people know what you're going through and they actually care. And also, in a sense, you're not being selfish enough to not telling them. You're not being self... Not that you're not selfish, not right. telling them, but, like, people could take it as, man, you're selfish, you didn't tell me, bro. You know? And that's that's kind of the way I saw it. I mean, that's definitely valid. Um, but then the other thing is about if there were true people, true important people in your life it shouldn't take cancer and make them reach out to you man, very true man because right. like it made me think about like not i think it was mid last year when i forgot what charity or, or what event or what what mm -hmm. happened um virgil had a told a homie hey if you donate a certain amount of money um, i'll match it okay so he ended up donating 50 dollars just to match his homie okay the internet caught a hold of that. Of course. And then, and then called him cheap, Sorry, blah, right, blah, blah. And then this, keep in mind, we don't know he has cancer. Right. And this is like bad energy that we're putting on the internet about this person. It's just toxic, right? Toxic. And then instead of saying like, hey, keep it 100, y'all saying keep it two Virgils, $50, 50, like that's fucked up, bro. People trying to be creative, man. And that's why, yeah, and that's what made me... Yeah, and that's what made me think about, like, bro, like, I'd rather share, you know, because I, I don't want, like, any bad energy. But who knows, man? Yeah, I teach their own, man. That's what I said. I think to, to each individual, it's their life, whatever they want to share. The um, But, like, circling back, King Richard. Yeah. The way he is as a person, how he, like, would tell people, y'all, she's going to be the best. Right. Star. Is there anyone right now that kind of... Reminds you of him. Well, 
it seems like that's a trend, man. Like everyone says someone's gonna be the best at everything and there's no there's no backing it up. The now. trend or it's the blueprint. Well Cause who are you referring the to? The blue I mean, I it just seems like you hear it everywhere. Like everyone says I'm Telofimo's the best. dad. I'm a bad, everyone does kind of stuff. Levar's but he was right, right about the dad on I mean, the dad was right on that one because when you won, when he beat a Lomachenko. Lovar Ball, bro. I.E. Shout out, 909. Right. So it backwards. But his kids are not the best. No, but he got his all all of his kids right, made right. the pros, you know. To me. And that's he he kind of Lavar Ball reminded me of King Richard in that sense because they're athletes. And it's a whole family, athletes, three kids. whole family, and he's like very. Yeah, that's a good correlation, man. He's very passionate about his kids, and I know. And he walked the walk, right? And he walked the walk. They're with them. He trained them. And, and, all and that. what I like about Lavar Ball is he would stick his head out for his kids, right? So he could look like the one that fucked up, not right. his kids. And I like that more, bro. And a lot of people would be rubbed. The wrong way. Well, a lot of people were and are. To me, they are. To me, yeah. it's a difference because like, I love hey, do your, him, do your thing, man. Yeah, but I think that's good. Like, get the attention on my kids. Kids, keep, keep all doing professional. It. All professional, man. Tough skin, man. Now, I, I, funny because I heard something earlier uh, this morning. I don't know what your thoughts are on this. Uh, that uh, you know that sports newscaster uh, Joy Taylor, because mm-hmm. they were talking about, oh, this guy's getting paid ten millions of dollars. I would do this with this money. She's like, I don't want to have a conversation with anyone that hasn't got million dollar checks because what you're telling me is BS. Because you don't know what you would do with it. Yeah. Only you've gotten paid that money, then we could have the conversation. Money manager. Because it's very easy to say that. Oh, if I had two million dollars, I would do this and this. Yeah, ah, it's different, man. It is Because legit, but also, you know, like I'm with the spirit of that. Because, man, you know who I love, man? And I got a hero more around is Shannon Sharp. Okay. I love that guy, man. That's your boy, man. That Dude, I love that guy, man. He I just like Acho and Wiley, man. Those are my boys. Acho's real too much, man. I like Wiley too, but... Wiley it, always checks him, dog. Wiley's cool, but Acho is... <laughs> I don't know. It's just, it's just... It both sound like exactly the same sometimes. But I do love ourselves Wiley. But to me, Shannon Sharp takes home... He's a sharp He's one, the He's a cheddar, man, baby. Because the way he was like... Uh, they talked about Vaughn Miller that he did some kind of posting about, oh, he wants a Super Bowl trophy. And he gave me like some homage to it or something like that. And Shannon was like, I don't like it. Man, just prove it. You haven't yeah. done shit in a while. Yeah. Just prove it. Yeah. So I don't want to see these videos. I don't want to see this, that you want this. I don't care what you want. Just show it in your actions. Yeah. And Shannon Sharp's a shit, man. He's just calling people out like the DK. Because he yeah. talked about how... Uh, uh, what was that quarterback's name, man? From um, from the Washington football team, he was rookie of the year. Yeah, Robert Griffin. Yeah, he said he's right. He has an all tell book now about the toxicity of Washington. Oh shit! And that's gonna come out. And then they talked about it today. And then Ooh, and, then Shan- about to and they asked Shannon, "What do you think about that?" He's like, "I'm gonna read it, but just to see if what's the name again? Robert, right? RG three. RG three." Talks about his involvement with the toxicity, because he wasn't talking about that when. Because I know Snyder has some yeah. emails that need to be leaked. He's because he wasn't talking about the toxicity when they were driven to the game in the limo, when they were sitting here and his wife, or when he was going to rehab. He also got married and did all that. He's like, I want to see if wow. he owns up to how he messed up too. Yeah, 
So, man, that was a okay. good take, man. I like that because it helps people accountable. Yeah, it does. About, don't just put the blame on someone else. How, what was your involvement? And not toxicity in terms of like emails and sexual abuse, just in terms of the franchise. Yeah, like what, what did, did you, you do? Go wrong? What did you do to stop it? Or where did you go wrong in you your... Your methodology when you were being employed by them, right? And did all this stuff. Yeah, because I know Jake, Jake Gruden and, and Snyder have like some shit. Well, there's hundreds of memos that the NFL's holding and they're well, not going to release, well, right? Or the FBI. Is the FBI Jay, involved? Jay Gruden. He's calling for... Not Jay Gruden. Excuse me. John Gruden. Well, no. John Gruden got fired, but his brother, right. Jay Gruden. Yeah. The ex-coach of Washington. But um, the Al Davis, Mike Davis, mm-hmm. he's like asking the league like, yo, y'all need to like release this shit because it's not fair. Y'all do... It. Well, he didn't say it's not fair, but you already know like y'all do it to the Raiders... Well, John Gruden filed a grievance, right? Yeah, he's suing the league. He's saying they ruined his life. Something. I don't know. I didn't... I don't I know, know the details. I was like, they didn't make you write those emails, but we'll see, man. Like, he said some, he said some shady shit, man. The, um, but, you know, I don't just judge a person based off some actions or whatever. And it's not the whole picture, right? Yeah. Plus, you know, I don't... You know, man, you know what I want to bring back, man? And I want to get on this, man. I got a bone to pick. Ooh, we got to start saving that. that I want to bring that up because I got something to pick, man. I got a bone to pick. What you got to pick, bro? Okay, man. So I'm seeing at least this phrase kind of disappearing in the American language now, which I'm glad because I don't think it holds true anymore. But I did hear it today. And they said it on that, and that uh, the DMX. This is a, a documentary. They said uh, kids don't come with instruction manuals. Oh, yeah. They kind of do now, right? Isn't there like thousands of books on how to raise children? Oh, yeah. Isn't that the instruction manual? No, yeah, you're right. I mean, I get it like in the 60s and 70s or whatever. But now there's like so many fucking books on it. How to treat your child. How to do this. Psychology. That. There's a whole... There's a lot. There's there's like thousands and thousands. My lady's... Hundreds of thousands of instruction manuals, right? That's fucking awesome. My lady's mom gave, gave my lady... A child book, a baby book, and it fucking made her into a great mom. Breaks down all this stuff, right? So did you read any of these books? Nah, man. I'm I'm a visual learner, dog. So I just pick up... So I didn't have pictures? I just pick up the good (laughs) things from Mercy and and leave the bad things out. But having said that, that, I'm on the outside of it. I'm not a parent, so you're going... You've gone through it, and you're going to continue to go for the well, rest of nah, your life. Well, nah, bro. It's like... So how, nah. how, how would you see it, man? Nah, dude. Um, it's like it's like college, bro. Like, you get your college degree, and you apply for a job, but they're like, we're not going to take you. You have the education, but you don't got the experience. Right. So that's what it is. So it's like, you, you're not going to really know how to be a father from a book until you go through it, bro. Right. Until you see your son go through a tantrum... He needed to realize, like, okay, it's normal. Let him go through it. Don't give him attention until he's done. You want a hug? So you just got to go through experiences. But, with the, it, but that phrase shouldn't exist anymore. It's, it's not existing now. It should be, right? Because it's nah, like, nah, there is instructions. There is I mean, instructions. I, I'll buy a, a furniture from Ikea, right? It'll tell me how to put it together. I can put it together. Doesn't mean I'm a... I'm a you know, like a master woodworker. Yeah. But I could put together a shelf, right? Yeah. Because yeah. I have instructions how to do it. Yeah. So at least it gives you some help on like, okay, this kids are going to react like this. That's normal. 
they're going to test you when they do this. You know, when they start getting around other kids, they're going to show that they're not going to want to share. And it has nothing to do with being selfish, but it's like it's almost them taking ownership and learning about that for themselves, right? Absolutely. Yeah. So maybe we should come up with a better phrase now. Kids go on instruction manuals, but you still got to apply it. Hey, out of common and not, shit, and not, it's not, and not one, there's not one exact road, right? That is the right way. Nah, nah, definitely not, man. There's plenty of roads, bro. Whichever road you want to take, man. How about you, man? You got a bone to pick? That was mine. What you got? Bro, I never got the concept when, when people say, I'm a nerd. Oh. Or like, they call you, used to call you, they used to call no, you No, no, just like when people say, yeah, I'm an, I'm, I consider myself a nerd. So like, if you, self, watch, like if you watch a comic book. Self-proclaimed nerds. Yeah. Okay. So I never, I never understood that concept. So just because you watch comic books doesn't make you a nerd. Because okay. it's like, I like philosophy, bro. Like I love Seneca, Marcus right. Aurelius. Yeah. You know, I could go on for days. But I don't say, I consider myself a philosopher, bro. Like, if you want people to start saying that, or I consider myself a philanthropist because I donated to the goodwill. You know what I'm saying? Like, right. that, that type of shit. That's my bone to pick, Doc. Okay. The, uh, well, I think that started happening because somewhere down the line, it took a turn that nerds mm-hmm. are cool, right? Yes, so that's that they're birth. Like, they're in a way they're trying to be like, I'm a nerd, but... You know, it's kind of like when I, I said in the past cool. to you. Oh, yeah. I'm, I'm the, weird. I'm weird. Yeah, I'm a nerd. Is I'm the new weird, bro. I like <laughs> I like to drink coffee with ice on it. I'm weird. I'm no, weird. you're not. Shut up. Bro, is it weird But that, is it what you're saying, though? Is it weird terms? that I use a Keurig, Keurig hot coffee and I just put ice cubes to try no, to No, that's it. how people do it. I'm but but you want to say you're like weird. That. I'm a nerd. I like all kinds of coffee. <laughs> <laughs> I only drink Pete's, bro. Pete's is freaking delicious, right? Pete's with two E's? What the hell? Pete's, baby. Pete, 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 Pete. Oh, but man, yeah, I see what you're saying, though, man. Uh, people try to say that almost like to get attention, right? With like, oh, I'm a nerd. It's weird, bro. I like comic books. <laughs> I'm just weird like that. It, it's like wrestling, right? That's part of being a nerd now, huh? Wrestling. Like that wrestling? shit's still going on. That's wild. I can't sit there and watch it. I tried. Bro, to- I can't. I didn't even watch the last two WrestleManias, bro. Remember when we saw it at our parents and we were just over just it? Just to do it. Be like, oh, cool. Let's check it out. And I was like, this is six hours? It was horrible. I can't, man. Oh, I yeah. It was six hours. Dude, huh? I just can't, bro. Because we did the whole WWE network. Oh, we just did that, did that for free, free to get yeah, it. Yeah, and they're yeah. like, no time was fun when we saw with a whole group of I'm people. I'm a businessman, like, not a businessman. Freaking uh, with Jay Z, Rock and Roll Hall of Fame, baby. Oh yeah, good for him, man. Yeah, man. The uh, dude. The other thing I wanted to bring up to you, man. I was thinking about the. Uh, so does we get in like this thing to purchase, 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 right? Oh yeah. As, as you can see, obviously, I love to buy film and records yeah. and books, right? Especially like one you love and have like eight versions of it. Yeah, I have three taxi drivers. I used to have three yeah, like raging, ten. I used, have, I used to have three raging bulls. I have two raging bulls now. I have like three Reservoir Dogs because there's the 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 twenty fifth anniversary and then there's a Blu Ray then there's a four K. Yeah, the DVD. Right, but those are okay. Like twenty dollar purchases here and there, right? But I'm mean, what I have like what a good a good what four hundred films maybe you think maybe more. Oh yeah, absolutely. Right, so. 
but it's like this thing with me where like I feel like oh I'm giving back to the artist also the company but I just I'm also like I love it it's just always been a thing right with, with film too on that stuff with music but there's certain days where like there's a new record being released right or they're like oh from the master tapes they took him they took John Coltrane's Love Supreme and they were selling like for 500 bucks right Mm-hmm. Something insane, all right. But I get it because of technology and all that. And I just saw it, but I was like, I'm not gonna buy that. But oh, you're tempted. Yeah, but just saw it. I was like, all right, cool. And then it just helped that it said sold out. But whatever. But the point is this: like, we were talking about like kicks, right? People buying shoes for five hundred, seven hundred. There were days when you used to buy that back in the day. So now, do you see it differently, or do you get a different feeling of it instead of like, oh, I yeah. pick up diseases for five bills? No. Now, when you see it, what kind of feeling do you get on that, man? What what is what is um K dot say he's like no more no more brands I'm, or what do you say I'm just wearing I don't know the line exactly I'm just wearing white tees and Cortezes yeah that so that's how I feel right now and at the point in life now gonna be a father of two you yeah. know what I'm saying yeah, you better so now I gotta I gotta be more responsible and I gotta think more like a boss right so the way I'm thinking it's like instead of fucking buying or spending my paycheck that I worked hard to get. Yes. I'm not going to give it back to companies, bro. Why not give it to me as a company, start my own company? Or instead of spending like 300 bucks on shoes, like you said, I'll just buy Adidas stock. Right. And, it, and then trigger my brain into having that same, you know, what is that that releases in your brain? Endorphins? Endorphins, that what we get like when we swipe and we buy something. Right, you get that moment of joy. You get that moment of joy. Satisfaction, yeah. Transitioning our energy into that as a moment of joy. Because that's where I'm at now. I as an really, investment. As an investment. You know, like instead of buying that, I'm investing in that. So I'm going to get capital. I'm going to get money back. Because like recently, bro, like I did, um, I learned that I could do interest on my cryptocurrency. So, like, I'm getting interest on my Shiba. So, they give me 3,000 Shiba coin every week. Okay. For the next three months. Okay. So, I'm, I'm getting free. Free stuff. Even though it's just sitting, but there's an extra step to it. Okay. So, now I'm getting interest on this. So, that's, that's where I'm at. And that's how I feel about things. Because I haven't had a big purchase. My biggest purchase, bro... Oh, let me ask you this. What was your last biggest purchase? My last biggest purchase, just one item, right? Just one item, one transaction. My last biggest purchase was my uh, my guitar. It was like $1,300. $1,300. Yeah. See, my, my last biggest purchase was an Ethereum shit. Okay. I bought it at $3,000. Okay. So that's what I'm talking about. You know what I'm saying? So, like, investing in something that I'm going to get capital. But I like the way you put it, man, in terms of, like, one item, right? You're thinking, okay, instead of buying these sweet kicks that we value at $500, even though we know they're not, yeah, it's not $500 worth of material. It's just how we value it, right? Because everything has a value, right? But nonetheless, not saying it's not worth that because it is because the market dictates, right? Mm -hmm. But instead of purchasing that, you're like, you know, I could take this $500 and maybe buy an Apple stock. Exactly. Or something like that, right? So then just sit there, you're not gonna lose money. And then from there you can build on it. I like that that view of thinking. Yeah. We we were like subconsciously like hit with 
costumbres like that, right? Well, we're, we're, we're conditioned. Capitalist society, man. We're consumers. Advertisements, right? Yeah. We're consumers, man. Right. And that's fucking crazy. But just like anything, you learn that, you could unlearn it and learn something else. And learn something else. And that's else. how you do it. You know, that's how you start learning. You start, you said, you know, because you call yourself a philosopher because, you know, you like philosophy. There you go, eh? <laughs> but now I got to practice what I preach. Shout out to my boy that I remember this years ago and ever since we were in high school, the smartest cat I know. Like he Christos? Would just th- yeah, he would just talk about random Shout stuff. Because as a kid, his, his dad made him read philosophy books you know read wow. Plato all well he's Greek he right yeah he's in his blood so bro. then he uh, one time we were talking and I was like oh yeah like philosophers he's like he's like well everyone's a philosopher because it's basically just the philosophy is the way you choose to live and I was like yeah I always thought that philosophy but you know when you're the 16 year old is telling you that you're like oh shit you're okay right. you yeah, he's always found, he's always found a, a way to simplify things man so people's brains are just like boom, boom, boom. They just compute things off. He knows how to, like, deliver. Like, the word, like... He knows how to articulate, man. He knows how to take something and simplify it. Like, the way my boy Paul is, my mentor. Yeah. And he he used the word earlier this week when I had a conversation with him. He used the word palatable. Okay. So be more palatable, right? Be more palatable with your words so it goes down smoothly. (laughs) And I was like, wordsmith. Man, the the uh, and then just to end it right here, man. With the so you guys got playing tomorrow. The Cowboys playing tomorrow. The Aints, too. homie. Huh? Aints. We playing the Aints. Five p.m. Dude, Z's Z, gonna have a a workload. They said, bro. That's what Jerry said. Unless he's calling a bluff. So I think we're gonna we're gonna eat, bro. We're gonna run through them like nothing. Oh, I thought your son. You're talking about the other. Nah, team. nah. <laughs> I think you're talking about my nephew's son, man. Nah, nah. Okay, let him be a Bills fan, man. Nah, nah. He's a star, bro. That's He's right. That way, that way. He don't go through tables. <laughs> oh, I did, I did want to mention to you, man, before. Uh, I did see something incredible yesterday that, that I recommend, man. It was a Tony Ward winning play called The Humans, and they made a film version of it. I never saw the play, obviously, but uh, A24 produced this film, and uh, it's on Showtime. Man, it's so good. Okay, I'll watch it. Because I saw a Pig. I love the pig. What you think? Uh, it, it it's a cool concept, cool story, but I was just let down with how it just just transpired. Really? Because right. I guess it's just real life. I guess just what the well, the you're not pig. a big fan of endings like that. Yeah, the pig was just like Yastuvo, and like just smoke the dad, bro. Like get something. Like I don't know. That that's just well, how the I whole felt. film was like it got built up and. I thought it was so, but, but it's well, good. It was I good. It was so well crafted. It's so interested to take on. Because the whole thing was about loss, right? About yeah. loss and how you, I want my pig. how you deal with the loss. Because he had lost his wife. He had lost all that. Yeah. And he poured all the love into that. And it was just... And the other guy had lost his wife too. Yeah. There was just... That was just an interesting way of telling it, man. And redemption. And it was a tough watch. But it's a great film, man. It was a good movie. But The Humans, man, it's, it's, it's cool. Because it just takes place like in a apartment. And uh, I believe it's in Queens. No, in Manhattan. In New York. And it's just the family comes over for Thanksgiving and then things keep unfolding because it's just that just that really rich and just brilliant writing. How you hear passive aggressiveness. How oh, you hear nice. that. And without giving anything away, it'll be like, for example, like uh, somebody always keeps talking about, oh, I'm in Weight Watchers again, blah, blah, blah. 
and then that person pissed someone else off. So when they brought that person like to pick a dessert, that's dope. They pick shone. a dessert. That person says, "Oh, um, let her have the one with all the frosting. That's the one she wants." Because she's like, in way jazz, man. Yeah, and it's just like you feel that pain. So the writing is really well. Oh man, it's incredible, man. And the acting is so good, man. So I recommend it, man. Uh, I don't want to end in a sour note, but it's you know. We could, learning, man. We, we could end it in a in a better note. Go for um, it, man. Lend it. Our boy, our boy your, from Moonlight, your, our boy from Coltrane. Moonlight, Mashera Mosh- Ali. Mm-hmm. He, he's the new Blade. Mashera Ali, yeah, man. Hell Dude, yeah. that is the perfect casting. Like it could do anything. Perfect. Like it could do anything, dude. Yeah, I'm happy for that. But bro, this is my last week of yeah. having a tribe of three. So it's gonna be four, man. Sage coming on Tuesday, so we gotta drop the. And then now perception forty eight on Monday or okay. or that Thursday. Night, oh, we'll do that, that Wednesday. What do you mean that in... Wednesday? She's due Tuesday. Oh, she's due Tuesday the seventh on Tuesday yeah. like the seventh. Wait, we're on the first today, right? Yeah. So we gotta drop the next. No, episode. tomorrow's two, three, four, five, six. Oh, you're right. Yeah, okay, cool. Come on. For sure, we gotta do that, man. And then, uh, well, what's better than three little melodies? That's four. Four little Mellies, baby. There you go. Perfect. Well, yeah, for sure, man. We'll, we'll get together and do it for sure, man. I can't wait for that, man. And I love you, man. Love it too, man. Thank you, everybody out there, for liking, subscribing, for Undeniable Perception. Brother from the same mother. Peace. Peace.